Push the ass, enough to make a hard rock smile. segment that i've been waiting to get to for quite a while i like this, you guys have been sending me relationship questions literally since this podcast started i've been promising i'm going to get to them but you know what because it took me a while we ended up it ended up being better in the long run for the podcast because i have the lovely miss aj jones joining me to answer some relationship questions and topics now you guys get a woman's perspective and a man's perspective i'm sure more than not you guys want the woman's perspective but i'm here to facilitate the best I can. AJ, what's going on? Nothing. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can't complain. Busy weekend, but fruitful as I try to make all my time. But yeah, I've enjoyed it. Good. I'm definitely happy to be here and definitely happy to be uh, participating in this particular segment on relationships. This is definitely going to be an interesting process. <laughs> <laughs> it will for sure. Um, so, I mean, we're th- th- with this being the first one, we're only going to answer a few, probably about three to five. Uh, try to keep it fairly short, but this is something that, luckily, AJ says she'll come back to do more than once. So, so yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be entertaining. Um, are you ready to get into it? Anything you want to say before we start? No, let's jump head on. All right, so the first question is, is what role, if any, social media should play in your relationship and is it okay to look or need validation from social media for your relationship? So it's a two-pronged question. I'm going to let ladies first, I'm going to let you take it away on that one. What do you think about that initially just hearing it? Um, I think, personally, I think it's very unhealthy to be seeking any type of validation on social media. Um, when you're in a relationship, the validation that you should be seeking is from your partner. Um, social media is very widespread. The opinions of people are very widespread. Uh, and I find that if you're not careful, you can get sucked in in a really ugly and negative way and end up doing more damage to your relationship than good. Um, if it is that you need any sort of outside validation other than from the individual that you're with, seek it from people who are closest to you and not on a social forum. Like, I've witnessed individuals who have cheated on their partner, cheated on their spouse, and went publicly to apologize to the world, I guess, um, and to to seek the approval or the pat on the back or the it's okay, we understand. Like To me, that kind of thing is bizarre. The only person that you should be apologizing to like that in that manner is the person that you've wronged. Like The whole world doesn't need to know about your transgressions. And on the flip side of that, if the individual that you're with requires for you to make that type of public apology, that in and of itself is a problem. Like there's an issue with that as well. Yeah. And I, I agree too. I, I, for one, don't think social media should play any part in a relationship other than if you guys want to share pictures of, of each other or together. I mean, but that's not outside of anything. Like if you post a picture of you being in your, with you and your significant other so be it but i don't think it it needs to play a role as far as being entrenched in your relationship at all 
Um, and you you mentioned something public apologies. So I have to ask you, what what's your take on the whole Kevin Hart thing? Because you you know I was gonna ask you, man. Um, I believe sometimes that people make apologies. Um, they make public apologies for the public. They're not necessarily genuine and sincere, but I think it's more so fear of losing their following, fear of losing their status, fear of losing their position, why they make those type of public apologies. It's, it's almost that get them before they get you. If I do it publicly and, and I and I say that I, I'm wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm coming across as being humble because I've recognized that I've done wrong. But for him, I don't think that that's the case. I think it really is a situation where he had to get her before she got him. I'm not going to allow you to make me look bad. I'd rather make myself look bad because then I can put a spin on it to say, you know what? I'm manned up. I owned up to my transgression. I am out here in the streets saying that I'm wrong. I am begging forgiveness. You know what I mean? I'm going about it the right way because I'm doing it so publicly, but it's not. I really and truly believe it's a situation of let me shame myself in a controlled way before someone else shames me and it becomes, it gets totally out of control and out of hand. I, I don't believe that he's genuinely, sincerely sorry because apparently it's not the first time he's done it. Yeah, I mean, that's why his last marriage ended. Um, and that, that's a whole nother thing to get into with celebrities and fidelity and what all that means. Um, but the, the whole public apology thing, the way that he came off to me like that it honestly from a man's standpoint it came off like some sucker shit to me i'm just gonna be 100 percent honest <laughs> with it um because honestly if you if you do that should be something that you need to heal that in-house first like you don't owe your fans anything when it comes to your relationship you don't owe them any explanation that's your wife she's pregnant with your child that's something that in your own house i'm i'm, I'm very big on that too is that family issues need to be handled first internally yeah. before anything yes. else and and that, yes, that's sir. that's just my take on it, and I uh, and I think about that relationship too. Like if I'm with somebody, I will never question you in front of anybody else. Because even if I do have yeah. an issue with something you did, nobody else needs to know that. I'm gonna pull you to the side. I'm gonna wait till we're home, and then I'm gonna talk to you about it. But I don't need anybody to see division publicly at all. Right. Like that's that's just my thing. Um, no, I completely agree with you. The interesting thing I think about his situation is is the I don't know if it's his wife or whoever's pregnant from currently was mm -hmm. the woman that he cheated on his first wife with. Exactly. It, like that whole situation is just insane to me. Now you're out here doing the same thing and your, your current woman is pregnant. And now you have this other woman that's on the side, you know, exposing you and everything else. But I, I completely agree. Like, Public apologies are not for the person that they think that they're intended for. It's not for the person who's had the transgression made against them. It's to make the person who's committed the transgression feel better. Because you know what ends up happening, especially with celebrities or individuals that have large or mass followings? It's like, oh my God, don't worry. It's okay. You're such a good guy. You know, you did this publicly. We forgive you. Who, who's we? Like, who's exactly. we? If the Who person we that you're with. Right. If the person that you're with hasn't forgive you, why does it matter if Jane in Tuscaloosa or Adam in Russia forgives you? Do you know Adam or Jane? You absolutely do not. But you're falling out with the person that you're with and haven't made actual amends to them. That makes no sense to me. None whatsoever. No. And, and the thing is, is that you busy apologizing to your fans. They're going to show up anyway. Like, matter of fact, the fact that you have drama going on more may show up to your next show. Don't worry about right. that. Take care of home. Um, but let's let's get into the next question. 
The next question, and this is a big one, and I honestly, I've been wrapping my head around it. Unfortunately, I didn't get the questions to you first, so I know that I'm kind of catching you off guard here. Um, and this one is, is what, if any, sexual concessions you should make for the person you're with? Oh, boy, well... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel like I just got blindsided by this one. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I am a firm believer, a firm believer that what two people consent to do behind closed doors and what is agreed upon between them is no one's business but theirs. And I say this because um, I've had conversation and I've, I've, I've come into contact with individuals. Let's start with men, for example, who <sighs> enjoy sexual interactions, which may be looked upon as being gay or homosexual or taboo or what have you. So for example, I've recently learned a, a term called plugging. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Pegging, pegging, pegging. not plugging. Yeah. Yes. Um, which I'd never heard before. Like I, I, I understood what it was. And I guess, um, on a sexual and intellectual level, I knew what it was. I just didn't know that it had an actual term. Um, and I've been with someone who has asked me to do that. And I consider this individual to be straight as straight can be, but this was something that he wanted to experience something that he didn't deem to be, um, gay or homosexual in any type of way. It was just, a fetish request that he had, um, a sexual request that he had that he wanted fulfilled with someone that he trusted. Um, I, again, I, I firmly stand by like what people do and what adults consent to do um, behind closed doors between them is no one's business but their own. I don't think that there is anything that's considered taboo. You know, you have people who want to pee on people. You have people who want to, um, you know, come on their partner and then lick their own cum. You have people who... You know, all, a, a range, a wide spectrum and range um, of different sexual uh, activities. So I, I don't know. Like, I, I okay, sorry, I guess it just boils down to I don't think that there's anything taboo as long as two people have consented to it. And it's not anything that is hurting the other person, of course, unless they enjoy pain because, you know. <laughs> it's a conversation for another day, another what? day and another time. Um but I mean, my answer on that is much like yours. It's whatever you two decide to do between you, do it. I, it has nothing to do with anybody else. I, I, I firmly believe again, in house. If it's in house, sex is one of those things to where everyone. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this on air. Everyone e either likes plugging holes or having their holes plugged whoever is doing such plugging is between you and the person other than that and the pluggy has nothing to do with anybody else so um i will say have that conversation with your significant other other and if you can find yourself being willing to try something more power to you that's between you two though so i don't, I don't have much to say about that i think honestly in this day and age like because everything is so um visceral this visual um and we're so much more exposed to things than we were five ten years ago i think for a lot of people um and again this is just a personal opinion i think people need to be more open-minded to trying 
different sexual activities. Even if it's something that you try and you decide that you don't like it, I think we need to destigmatize certain sexual activities or, you know, things that are considered to be taboo. It's like I think I think about can I either I don't know what I can or cannot say on air or what words I can or can't. Uh, we have the explicit tag. You can literally say anything. Okay. Okay. So let's go let's go back ten years ago, right? Eating pussy and sucking dick ten years ago was you were considered a freak if you did those things. If if a girl sucked dick, she was a freak. If a guy ate pussy, he was a freak. Now that's like run of the mill. It's like kissing. It's like holding hands. It's like walking. You know what I mean? It's like it's like hugging or holding hands. Like it's just so general now that 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 term freak no longer applies unless you're swinging from the chandelier or wearing some uh, PVC or latex and rubber and that kind of thing. So. As the years go on, that that term or what's considered to be taboo or freakish or fetish has been upgraded. You know, um, I think people get stuck and they get caught up with terms. Um, they get caught up and 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 sidetracked with what the general public thinks is appropriate uh, for you to do sexually in a relationship. And really and truly, it's exactly like you said. No one can determine what's appropriate for you sexually in your relationship other than you and that individual. I always think that people should be more open-minded to trying new things because you know what? You may discover that there's something that you really like, really, really like, that you never thought that you would. You, CEO Hayes, you may, you know, decide one day that you want to get pegged. No, not going to happen. I feel very certain in saying that that's never going to happen, but I don't judge anyone who does. It's not my place, but that's not a Hayes activity. Not at all. (laughs) I had to tease you for that one. I'm so sorry. But you know, I mean, it's again, it's 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 like you said, what two people consent to do behind closed doors, it's it's entirely up to them. There shouldn't be anything restrictive or anything that's considered taboo based on an outside opinion because they're not in the room with you. They're not there experiencing that pleasure or that joy or that pain or that whatever. They're not there experiencing that with you. You should never let someone on the outside dictate what it is that you do. Very true. Uh, you hit the nail on the head there, um, except for that shot you try to throw at me. Again, not gonna happen with me. Um, but let's let's You're move on. To, that again? I just wanted to make sure. Um, <laughs> move, moving on. Um, and this this we we may end it after this one, just because I'm sure that we're both gonna have a lot to say on this one. At least I know I will. Um, okay. Th- the next question is, what are your views on interrelation interracial relationships, and do you believe that a black man is selling out when he only dates white women? Um, this is a personally tough one for me. Um, so my, the individual that I consider to be my dad is actually white. Um, he is, he passed away, uh, three years ago, going on four years. Um, but this, uh, Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so this person um, has been had been a part of my life for the better part of almost thirty five years. Um, I know when I was younger, I had an I had an issue with it. Um, it was something that I struggled with, but over a period of time, um, I came to respect and appreciate the relationship and the love that my parents had. Um, especially because my biological father wasn't part of the equation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I grew up with a stepbrother who's white, my brother Jason, and then my biological brother Gary, who is black like myself. Um, I think having had 
that experience um, and growing up in that type of environment and that background has given me a broader appreciation for appreciation, sorry, appreciation for um, mixed relationships from diverse cultural backgrounds, not just black, white, interracial um, relationships, but just the diversity of, of different cultures mixing um on an emotional level i will be honest and say to some degree it does bother me when i see a black man with a white woman <laughs> sorry and this is going to sound so yeah, yeah. ignorant for me to say so i'm, I'm apologizing yeah, in advance yeah. especially when i feel like she's a downgrade i i i, I. um and when i say that i mean Basic women believe, need love too. Right. <laughs> I do believe some no, but I do I do believe that there are some black men that choose white women because it's easier for them to deal with. Mm. Um I know that they feel that black women are combative or we're too strong or we're too, you know, whatever all the labels and the titles are. And they and they don't want the stress and they don't want to deal with the headache and they want a partner who's a little bit more submissive and a little bit more willing perhaps less talkative <laughs> better willing to do things in the bedroom like we were just talking about the sexual taboos um but it doesn't bother me as much as i as i thought it would as i get older um i'm trying to embrace that love is love and life is too short to be angry at people who have chosen to love someone that doesn't look like me because they look like me I've try, I'm trying as I get older to embrace that people are individuals and they're allowed to make their own choices. And I don't know anyone's personal story or anyone's personal history. And I don't get to judge that just because he's with a woman that doesn't look like me. Because at the end of the day, do I even want that man? Why I'm even concerned about why he's dating a white woman? I don't. Um, could I ever see myself personally in a, a relationship or a long-term emotional committed situation with a white man no it, it for me it's i couldn't even though i love my dad to death he was a great influence in my life we had a very healthy um father-daughter relationship like he embraced my mother's children myself and my brother as if we were his own um but i personally could not see myself day to day being involved in a in a relationship with a white man it just isn't for me i love black men too much i love everything about black men their complexion their intellect their strength their weaknesses you your smile even though you don't smile very often um and that you know the tough way your tough exterior but you have such softness and a, and a gigantic heart underneath like i look at those things and not just you as a black man but black men on a whole like they all you all have that um yeah, so I sorry. I feel like I went off on a tangent and I'm not even sure if I really answered the question. No, you did. I, I feel like you definitely answered it. It's difficult for you because you are a direct product of an interracial marriage. Yeah, and that's the thing is that I I try to look at it and see if I have any biases because I am I do come from an interracial marriage. Um but me personally, I just feel like I look at it like this. Of all the people in the whole world, it would be crazy to think that everyone's soulmate is from the same race that they are like that. That's just, it, it's, it, it's too much variance there to think that your soulmate is going to end up looking like you or be the, from the same race as you. Now I will say I have an issue 
when people feel like they're better than because they date white women like because that's not yes. true that that's just not not true or they feel like it validates them to say that they have a white woman I don't I don't believe in that also that that's where I think you go a little bit far on but if you're just honestly open and you click with that person and you fall in love with them who 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 is anyone to judge that who's anyone to judge that so um that's my take on it like I said I try to look at it objectively um but yeah I mean it just boils down to that it's how many people in the world I don't even know how many hundreds of millions of people are in the world so billion yeah so like to think that every black person is so made as another black person is ridiculous it's just not gonna happen but as i say with all things treat people well like don't think because you date a white woman you're better than anyone else and don't downgrade our black women because you like white women like i don't feel like it needs to go hand in hand because black women are amazing there's there are white uh, amazing white women amazing latin women amazing asian women People can be amazing. They have the equal ability to be amazing and pieces of shit. I just say find yes. an amazing person who is that much more amazing than you and who cares about what race they are. Right. I think, too, I mean, there's something really profound and beautiful about sharing culture. Um, I think it's sad when uh, any person of one culture dates another person of that another culture and totally discards where they come from. That, to me, I have an issue with. Um, I think if you come together with somebody of of a different culture because you've fallen in love, one of the most profound and beautiful things about those type of relationships is a sharing of culture. When you have children, you know what I mean? Um, They're a product of two worlds. And and you have to be able to allow them to experience both sides of it. Um, You unfortunately have some individuals who, when they date someone from another culture, again, because they feel like they're better than you know, um, they'll completely discard that. So everything that they teach their kids is about, you know, everything white is right or only listen to this type of music or only associate with these types of people or, and, and you're doing an injustice and a disservice to your child or, or anybody else when you do that. So I have no issue with, with um, any sort of intercultural or interrela- interracial relationships. It's just how you go about presenting that to the world if that makes sense and i don't even know if that's the right way to say it no it, it speaks a lot to me no <laughs> I, you make complete sense to me saying it that way um yeah i mean it's just it's just one of those topics and i know it's touchy for a lot of people and you know you get some people who yeah who gets really mad when a when a black man dates a white woman or vice versa and it's just like hey if that person treats them right that should be all that matters what do you think about because I've, I've been seeing or been reading like um, and, and various memes that I've seen where they'll say, you know, a black man is dating a white woman. It's like everybody's up in arms about it. But then you have a black woman that's dating a white man. It's like, yes, go on, sister, get your man. You know, like everybody's OK and applauding her because she's got a white husband or a white maid. But on the flip side of that, if it's a black man that has a white woman uh, as his mate, his spouse, his partner, the whole world is up in arms about it. That kind of imbalance and that kind of double standard. I'm not here for that either. Yeah, you can't either. celebrate one and not the other. It's hypocritical. Exactly. Exactly. And and you get a lot of people like as as much as we say uh, or I said in this that uh, a lot of black men look at dating white women as like validation. There are some black women yes. who, because a black man hurt them, immediately run to white people. And 
I, 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 at the same time, like I said, there are piece of shit ass white men out there too. Don't limit yourself just to that because you feel like just find you a good person like that. That's you yes. just because you've made the wrong decisions in men. Don't use that to now say all black men are one thing. Yes, I so, agree. Totally agree. So I mean, we that, like I said, I, I knew that one was going to take up the majority of it. Um, we're going to go ahead and get ready to close because we we have a lot. We, I want to say some content because I, I want you to come back and I want this to be its own um, separate show every week. This, this is going to be something I drop in the middle of the week and it's just going to be something to think of, but I want to, I'm going to leave it on this. You don't have to answer this question. This is just one of the questions we got submitted. I want you to spend a week thinking on, I want the audience to okay. spend some time thinking on, and then we're going to come back like- and answer this. <laughs> and okay. this one, this is the big one. This is the big one. Living with your significant other before marriage is it giving them is it giving the other person too many benefits of a spouse without actually having the ring? So spend some time thinking on that audience. Spend some time thinking on that. Let, let us know what you think. Uh, the awakened soul pod at gmail.com. AJ, thank you yet again. Um, My tell, the people, tell the people where they can find you and reach out to you. At. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram at badass underscore Jones. And I'm also on Facebook at AJ Jones. Uh, I do have a Twitter handle, but it's more of a business thing. So I'm going to kind of leave that one out. But those two, you can definitely reach me out. <laughs> All right. And as always, people, you can reach me at CEO Hayes. And like I said, any email, fee- uh, feedback, comments, questions, concerns, it's the Pod at gmail.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm.